What if political What you believe about yourself and your life is likely not based in reality, but in bullshit stories that you did not consent to, pieced together throughout your life with ideas offered to you from external sources. This podcast is here to help you recognize and dismantle those stories so you can reclaim your power and achieve what you want in life. Welcome to Yeah, I Made That Up with life and business coach Kelly Jackson. Resistance didn't have to equal emotional resistance. I'd like to invite you to consider that this may be possible because I am a real-life example of this possibility. When we emotionally resist the neutral facts of our lives, believing things should be different or believing somehow that something has gone wrong, we don't allow ourselves to process what is happening. We exacerbate the unpleasantness of the circumstances by piling resistance on top of the emotions we feel, and we diminish our power. As Byron Katie says, when you argue with reality, you only lose 100% of the time. Emotional resistance is a losing game. And it's not actually very helpful when engaging in political resistance. We can engage in activism more fully and show up with more of ourselves when we accept that the reality at hand, even and perhaps especially when we don't agree with it. Accepting that it is happening. Because here's the deal. When we believe that what's happening is inherently wrong, that makes those who believe otherwise inherently wrong. It creates an us versus them dynamic, which puts the other side in power and us in the role of the victim. When we believe we've been victimized, we do not feel empowered. It leads to a cycle of shifting power dynamics whereby either they have power over us or we have power over them. But I believe that in order to do more effective activism and to do so for the long term, we must change that entire premise. When we believe that one side must be victimized, and especially when we believe that we are on the side of that victimization, we create a structure for ourselves that's designed to fail. Remember that our emotions are what fuel our behaviors. So what kinds of behaviors do you tend to engage in when you feel victimized? They're likely not the same behaviors that you take when you feel empowered. Burnout is a really common experience for activists. I experienced it and I was doing this work in order to help me understand why. When I felt victimized and that the other side was in the wrong, I was not only acting from a disempowered place, but I was piling emotional resistance onto everything which exacerbated the negative feelings. More of my energy was spent emotionally resisting reality than anything else. When we show up to political resistance, having already drained all of our energy with emotional resistance, we aren't very effective. 
But when we can accept the reality, see it as neutral, own that we are applying our own meaning to it, and decide on purpose what that meaning is, we reclaim our power. This is one pressure point that I was really surprised about when I broke free of it. The concept of accepting what is in order to create what we would prefer is pretty high level. And it was the topic of reproductive rights that flipped the switch in my brain when I really started to understand the difference between emotional and political resistance. I live in Missouri, and we have some of the strictest abortion laws in the U.S. And I volunteer as a lobbyist at my state capitol with Planned Parenthood. When I traveled the three hours to the capitol emotionally resisting the proposed laws, I wasn't able to show up in a way that made the same kind of impact as when I accepted the reality that other people have different ideas from mine. Mine aren't inherently more valuable, but they're what I'd prefer to see take hold. From emotional resistance, I'd speak to the legislators in an angry tone, talking at them instead of to them, placing myself as both victimized and defensive. I also became easily flustered, forgetting my words and presenting myself as if I truly just didn't know what the hell I was talking about. I lost confidence, and I began to wonder if my work was worthwhile. When I began to see that the legislators' ideas were actually equally valuable to mine, neither of us more worthwhile than the other in any objective sense, I was better able to connect with my purpose and maintain my composure. I spoke to them in a very different way. I showed up as more of myself. I wasn't piling emotional resistance onto anything and was more easily able to access compassion for everyone involved and pride in my work. It creates a far more enjoyable experience and is often more productive. When we're able to say, this is happening, and here's what I'd like to do to address it, we reclaim our power from the place of victimization. We see far more clearly than when we're kicking and screaming inside of our own brains that we don't want it to be this way or that it should be another way. If you're suffering from burnout because you've been piling emotional resistance onto your political resistance for the last few years or longer, I'd like to invite you to sign up for an exploratory call with me. Let's talk about how working with me for the next year can reignite the spark that's burning out. How you can show up for your political resistance more fully without completely draining yourself. We need you to stay in the ring or come back to the ring. And taking care of yourself is the most important piece of that. If you're not spending your energy wishing things were different, you have more energy to actually make them different. Email me, pressurepointcoaching at gmail.com.